if at all. Well, both names are connected to that story. That's true. Because Alexis Ryan actually went to the city council meeting in Ventura right. to pitch that group on wow. uh, hosting that event. So, uh, and, and we talked to her, right? Is that who won the f- stage one? Oh, now was her sister. Her sister, yeah, her sister Sorry won. She just re-signed with Tibco again for 2019. Don't mean to alarm you, but Doug just stole a pillow out of your room. Um, <laughs> do you want me to tell you what he's about to go do to that pillow? <laughs> <laughs> no I don't mean to alarm you. <laughs> well, I'm just glad he's not doing it in your office, because that would be, uh, or in my office for that matter, or on camera. Or yeah, it, that that might get us banned from YouTube. Just letting you know. All right. Um, and by the way, I hope you wash. Do you wash those pillows? <laughs> no, I don't ever use them. Well, someone does. Welcome again to another edition of the Between Two Wheels podcast. This is Tyler Yonke with Chris Flower and Kurt Mills. We've got a new little technical situation going on today. Kurt, you want to say hi first? Hello. How's it going? Good. And where are you at? Undisclosed location? <laughs> I'm at home. In the safe house. Yeah. That's it? Okay. Um, Chris, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm at home. What do you mean? What, what is That's it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Why? I, what do you what are you drinking there? Drink of choice today. I'm drinking a Rolling Rock, which um, was left over from like over a year ago by Billy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do we want to? How is Billy? Is he uh, recovered from the fire? Uh, do you ever fully recover when all your belongings are lost? No, probably not. But I'm sure he's doing good. Right, right, right. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And and if. You know, go on on that a little bit more. Like, uh, how's your bike? How's both of your bike riding going? I uh, I don't think I've ridden a bike. Oh no, I take it back. I rode a bike on Sunday. I was incredibly out of shape, and I haven't ridden since. So I'm sure that's not improved at all. And so. Kurt, yeah. So Sunday I went out and like so I hadn't I haven't been riding really. So Sunday I went and did a four hour ride to kind of you know. Uh, bust the chair or whatever and see see how it goes <laughs> and uh it was rough it was really rough and then this week i've been trying to do like these little 40 minute uh, 40 minutes to an hour like lunch rides and so far so good up until today how about you tyler no i uh well, i rode a week ago and then i rode a week before that and then i rode this week that's perfect so just once per week right and, and, <laughs> and it is it's tough when you when you've taken some time off and then you decide to go out there and ride let you know your mind is still thinking you can do what you did before um and your lungs my lungs were a little troublesome last night yeah i was made the mistake night? of one of the nights riding with people that have been riding and that that was a good kick in the pants right yeah i don't really want to do that i know our whole team went out and did a, a well three of them showed up i think you may have showed up with them right so this time of year, I mean, how do you think it's, you know, we talked a little bit last time, uh, Larry Nolan and some other people were talking about the off season. I mean, when I lived in uh, the Northwest growing up and then out in Colorado, you know, it was this off season was pretty significant. You took some time. You didn't really have much choice. Uh, yeah. and, and I don't know what it is this year. It's been um, a little bit more difficult kind of getting back into it over the winter. I think I was more excited about it last year, but it's been maybe it's the golf that we've <laughs> been doing. <laughs> But I mean, the mental part of it is, is I think important and, um, or is it to the point where you just push it off altogether and then quit riding? You know, you see that every once in a while. 
Right. I think that's the that's the problem is if you push it off too much, it's not even fun to go out and ride your bike anymore. So um, that was my thought with sort of just going going out and doing a bigger ride than what I probably should have on Sunday is just to try and, you know, try and be sore and try and feel like it feels to ride a bike and uh, see how it goes. But I was thinking like for me, typically I ride a lot in September and October. Um, and this is the first year in, in a number of years where I didn't really do that. And, and in November, I actually... I'm sort of wanting to start to ride a bike again. So yeah, see how it goes. Yeah. Well, okay. And Chris, I, are you, you interested at all in cycling related stuff or just, why are you here? <sighs> I, I get bombarded with text messages about showing up. So it, right. it's the best way to silence them. Uh, no, I, I'm kind of in the same boat where I'm, I'm enjoying not having to ride and not feeling an obligation to ride. Uh, I think part of that's because Uh, our past off seasons have just been really great weather. It's still great weather now, but I'm not joining in on as many group rides. So I don't feel compelled to maintain such a high level of fitness to be able to participate as much. So just kind of giving yourself that, that mental and physical break. I think I'm hopeful that it'll be, um, helpful in maintaining some sense of, of interest into next year and not feeling like I'm burnt out in, in March or April. Right. And I think that's important. And what's, what's actually really interesting. Cause we, we do have a high level of interest in cycling. That's why we do this podcast and we do all these rides we do. So can, can I, can I stop you for one second? So no. Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you know, we twist his arm to come. Um, yeah, well, but, but, <laughs> But I want to say 10 to 15 I like how you say after. we as you show up once every three weeks. <laughs> okay, you twist everyone's arm. But within 10 to 15 minutes after you had sent the text like, hey, are we going to record this week? Chris had like a three-page rambling list of talkable <laughs> items as I think what he called it. Um, and, right. and no one else has really added to it. So uh, it, was, yeah, it was all Chris. just cut and paste though from various <laughs> sources. Sure. I'll right. take all the credit, though. Well, okay, you'll take the spelling credits again this uh, week? No. <laughs> that, by the way, that was the highlight. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, so you take some time off, and you know we're really inundated with the cycling world, and that's all great and dandy, and sometimes it you know, motivates you to uh, off-season and what have you. Um, and I started you know, doing some golf, and I was busy with work, got some other things going, and I was just kind of like, ugh, with bikes. And then, and we'll talk about it right up here, went to a cyclocross race this weekend, and... Um, I didn't get invigorated to race cross, but it did get me excited uh, again, kind of about bikes. That was on when? Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Did you ride since then? Yeah, I did. I rode oh, okay, Wednesday. It was today. Yeah, Wednesday or Tuesday, Wednesday, one of those days. Okay. I did go out for a little ride, um, approximately 45 minutes. Garmin died. It had been so long since the last time I rode, which I had charged it right then. It, it just died. So that's that's how pathetic that is. Yeah, anyway. That doesn't that still doesn't sound right because that's a new, that's relatively new Garmin, right? Well, I say that, but remember, I got it from Zimney, and he relayed Ooh. his whole story of it was out at Nationals, and it went dead, and it wouldn't work for a few days, and all of a sudden, it came back to life. He, like, revived it, like, uh, anyway, so <laughs> I was going to say, like, Carlos Danger's uh, career, but that kind of went back dead again. So let's go about over some, some stuff that we've got here. So uh, we're going to talk about some local cyclocross, some local road, road stuff, pro cyclocross, pro road stuff. And tour California, some rumors. Um, I think we want to talk about a lot of the masters in Northern California. We're gonna maybe maybe we'll do um, rumor or or, or not rumor, it's, and and we just throw out some stuff and see if it's uh, see if it's true or not. What do I don't you know if we're poised to play that game. I think at this point it's all rumor, but I guess that's part of the game, right? Right, and then and then we could come back. Uh, well, how about this rumor or blatantly made up? Perfect. 
Yeah. You, you ready to play the game, Kurt? Sure. Do we reveal which is which during the show? Or I don't think so. No. Okay. And that's, that's for you to, to decide and to, to discuss. Um, okay. So local cyclocross. Kurt didn't show up out there, but it was right by my house, right by Chris's house, uh, Lemby Park out in Folsom. So um, I went out there. Chris went out there. We were going to do a little recording. Um, I did record uh, almost quite a few laps with my phone, and I was able to put it to mesh it together with one as one video. So it, you could kind of see the race uh, taking shape in different sections. So um, I've got that molded together, and we'll put put that out on our YouTube page and our Facebook page too. Everyone can take a look at that. Um, pretty good atmosphere. Maybe Chris, you want to talk a little bit about kind of what would happen and um, you know any of the results. We saw just the men's open. Yeah, I was gonna say we we got there just when the the men's A race and the men's A single speed race was kind of a couple minutes into starting. I think is is when we were there. Um, big crowds was the first thing I noticed. Uh, there's there's a parking lot there that was overflowing with with bikes and cars. So it was really cool to see that many people still out at the races. Um, it was a cyclocross race, which you might typically associate with wet weather and, and cold temperatures and whatnot, but it was sunny and 70 and it looked dry as can be out there. Um, the race that we watched had, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 guys in it and looked like they had combined the, the men's a with the single speed a, um, and it was pretty, obvious within about a lap or two of the race kicking off that one guy was just uh substantially more fit than everybody else and steamrolled everybody to a solo victory i think his name was he's a younger guy uh racing for top club cyclocross nathan barton uh put three minutes on the next rider scott hooper so he he had a heck of a race and he was finished with his race tyler and i saw this because we were near the the finishing shoot and he had no laps to go, full speed through, no post up or anything like that, and just kept going. Did an extra lap. We ended up catching up with him a few minutes after his race, and like asked him if he had known whether or not he had actually finished. And I guess he said he was just trying to get an hour ride in, so he just kept going full gas and did an extra lap for kicks. Although he uh, didn't, he he said he was warned to not come through the start finish because it would mess up their electronic timing. Right. So he dumped out like on the last uh, what hundred meters there. He just kind of chilled. And plus, they were taking the course down at that point. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so it was a little bit um, for not, but it was good. Um, you know, the weather was outstanding. Right. Uh, you know, last year we went as well, and it started out a nice day, and you're in the shade, and it's a little cool. Not at all this year. I mean, it was shorts weather, very nice. It was perfect. Um, we saw perfect cyclocross weather. Exactly. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, those guys don't like to get dirty. So that's, that's good. They must be loving this, uh, Indian summer. Well, Scott was in there and he was, he seemed pretty happy that at most his chain got a little dust on it. Right. Yeah. So he was, he seemed so, okay with it. So, so I kind of looked up Nathan. He's, he looks like he's an Auburn kid. Um, and uh, I, I swear he may have come out before to the Wednesday night race rides, maybe in a victory velo kit. Does anybody know, Chris? I, I do not know. Okay. That, that I mean, I, I don't remember either. Um, he, he was pretty young. I think he, oh, as a matter of fact, I think his mom or someone were there. They said he just turned 21. And okay. uh, somebody else had said he's predominantly a mountain bike kid. That so. was Hooper said that. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, I he he obviously has incredible fitness. Uh, he he looked really strong. Looked like he had no signs of slowing at any point until he basically got told to get off the course. So 
Yeah, and I was looking at his split times, and he was he was very consistent. I think his last few laps were still right up there with his first heel. Yeah, but he took it. You know, he uh, Scott started out hot out, out of the gate and had the little lead, and um, then this guy just just kept it on. And um, this the guy in second place was a single speed, and well, second place being from the mass field, so that that guy got first in his own division. Uh, but he was he was holding him. Uh, somewhat close for quite a while yeah i would guess he was probably two and a half minutes back or something like that on on nathan um i think you know we also had a teammate in there stefan and he he did really well uh, looked like he was having the most fun out there he, he took a couple of spills and enjoyed it so it was good to see him out racing a bike yeah and and then we had robert Terra. uh i think he did the single speed he was looking good um, Emily, I'm trying to remember her last name, but she was, I did not see her in the results. So that was really interesting. She, she's the one with the squid bikes, um, good oh. cycle, national cycle cross racer. Oh, Kotrick. Yeah, sure. And, uh, but she was not listed on the results and I didn't see that she had raced previously in the day, uh, unless she was sneaking in under someone else's name and number. So, but oh. she, she was hanging in tough. It was Stefan worked really hard to, to not get passed by her at the end. So good for him. The one downer, though, was uh, I think outside of Tyler and myself, I don't think anybody else watching the races hadn't already raced or wasn't going to be racing in another race. So, so fan turnout was was a little low. Uh, there were a handful of people down by the the DJ booth that looked to be having more fun than anybody else, though. Right, and and we played the game um, hipster or homeless um, to some of the people that were around there, and not sure what what the final results were. <laughs> we didn't see. Yeah, we didn't tally scores. <laughs> um. Okay, so I, I did you want to go through any of the other? Um, I think I'm okay with skipping them. Okay, <laughs> no, well, no. Know, if Kurt says briefly, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> so the women eight, we should probably mention that. Um, well, that's that's what like I, was, I, was, I was looking at. Go ahead. Katarina Nash made a made an appearance. It looks like is that right. true? Right. So that's there's a big name. Uh, she got first. Julie Young, who's uh, with Die Endurance, got second, and Sarah Mail. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation for her last name, but she got third. But Julie and Katarina, obviously really familiar names with uh, some pretty impressive pedigree. So. Yeah, and I, I wanted to get out for that the women's race, and I, I wasn't able to. But, um, you know, Julie was still there when we were there, and she was out in the down infield area um, helping another rider, uh, just going over dismounts and stuff. And it was um, just pretty I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, she had her day. She just spent it out there then uh, helping other people. Um, obviously, she can she can ride like like no one's business. So, you know, the local cycle uh, cross scene is pretty good. Um, they still have multiple races. And Scott Hooper, you know, was number one. He was he won the series last year. That's why he was supported the number one. Right. And um, I remember he, he did really well to hold on. Do you know where Nats are this year at all, by any chance? Yeah, I think they're in Tacoma. Washington? Yes. Okay. There could yes. be another Tacoma, <laughs> Tacoma <laughs> in <right>. Florida. <laughs> right. No, it, it was it was cool to see that many people out there. Um, like like you said, it's it's a multi-event series, so it's it's one of many in the area. It looks like Cross is not suffering any of the uh, the participant issues that other types of racing are. Right, and the, and the promoter was it Clint Clausen? Is yeah. that his name? He and his wife, I think, put that on. Um, you know, good. I mean, there's a lot of barriers and everything they have to put up and shake down, and uh, they had a looks like they did well i was just saying tacoma you know i think that's up where uh red line is uh that's kind of a big cyclocross well it used to be big big name in cyclocross bikes but um why why'd washington yeah. get it 
Sure. I don't know. Because they put in a bid would be my guess. All right. That's all I know. I'm just throwing out my, my flex of knowledge. Any any more cyclocross things you want to go over? Uh, on the local scene, no. Speaking of uh, our, our teammate last year, John Novikov, did uh, some cyclocross, and he is out for a while. He did some soccer too. Apparently. He did some, and this is the danger of of you know of expanding in that off season, right? This is a, we've talked about this before. You know, uh, I just saw that there was a pro out here riding with locals, uh, Max Shackman. We'll we'll just mention him, and the dangers of these pros riding with mere idiots like ourselves and possibly getting hurt and ruining their career. Uh, we've talked about that with baseball and some of these other sports. John Novikov playing soccer, torn um, was it ACL. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So now what is that? I, I don't know much about that tear. Every time you hear about a torn ACL, it's like automatic surgery. So hopefully he's not down for too long. Right. Uh, I'm assuming know. he'll he'll do surgery. Right, Kurt, do you know anything about the ACL? You used to play basketball, these kind of sports? I, I don't. I've never torn my ACL. So I, I don't know. I do wish John a speedy recovery. and right. uh, Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah, no, I do wish he does well. Was he playing soccer with Ma- Max Schachman? Is that what you said? That, that's exactly what, that's, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's, what I was saying. Wow. I think okay. that's a it's a dangerous combo, but it had yeah. to be done evidently. Victim of a slide sure. tackle. They take it serious. Right. Where, where Max right. is from. So right. I, I think I think is what happened is um, Max has some uh, local bodyguards that took offense to to John's um, aggressive tactics, and I think they took him out. That's 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 the rumor. There's a hit squad. Rumor or totally made up? You you make the judgment call on that one. Um, yeah. Okay, local road stuff. We just mentioned that. Uh, any Masters teams shakeups uh, news? Do you want to? Anybody know of anything? I don't really you know, know of anything, but maybe Kurt does. He seemed actually no. I don't follow uh, local Masters teams during the off season. So Chris, wow. go ahead. There was but just I'm glad a, you spoke uh, up on that. a social media post floating around from from Dana Williams, who was, was kind of fishing some off-season information, and it didn't really look like anybody had much to offer up at this point. So I don't know if there's any team changes or if anybody's got anything lined up for next year. I certainly am, am out of the loop. I'm, I've pretty much decided to hang it up for 2019 after John's ACL tear. So. Right, uh, me too. I'm, I'm just going to sit on the couch. He was kind of my, my motivating <laughs> individual, and he's out, so what am I riding for? You don't often see, like... Uh, you know, ACL tears in golf, as an example. You see some shoulder issues, though, and some back are, issues and knee I, issues. I must say, the last few weeks, I've been almost incapacitated. Yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't mock sure. this, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I played, so I played like 96 holes in seven days, something like that. Um, all and, walking or cart? Uh, <laughs> yeah, all cart. Um, but yeah, my body was like done and especially my upper body. Like I couldn't lift anything. <laughs> right. and, um, I use muscles. I, I certainly don't use on the bike if I were to ride the bike. So yeah, even riding in the cart, I was pretty fatigued from playing 18 holes in, in one day. I, I couldn't imagine doing 96 and seven. So, well, most of that was yeah. just frustration at the way we, we did it. I mean, there's a lot of energy spent just, um, pounding clubs into the ground, That's true. The bag a little <laughs> bit looking for Chris's ball. Well, it was 18 holes, but I think I got like enough swings to be the equivalent of 96 holes. So right. maybe that's where <laughs> right. the fatigue came in. It was it was pretty rough. So speaking of golf, it looks like Steve Stricker uh, <laughs> oh, showed up. Poor guy <laughs> showed up in our notes. What do you got, Tyler? Uh, yeah. So um, did he win the? Uh, I want to say the PGA at one point, or maybe the U.S. Open. But is this he a guy major has a, huh? Is he a major winner? I don't know. Uh, I I remember he was really close when the when the. Uh, 
I want to say the PGA was up in Washington when VJ Singh won. Okay. However, um, Steve Strickler of Newport Beach uh, is a close cousin. They just have an L <laughs> missing, I think, together. Uh, but same first name, so you can impugn him by by reference of that. I think so. Um, you want to talk about that one? I don't know much other than this. Uh, another Masters guy got popped for doping. That's about all I've got. Yeah, uh, fifty-five plus age racer out of Newport Beach uh, tested positive for anabolic agents and got himself a four-year ban. Uh, I guess he got tested at the Dana Point Grand Prix. Uh, I pulled up the results for that race, and he shows up as not a DQ or a DNP, but as zero of 34. So I don't know if that means he had won and they've taken away his victory or what. But looking at his race resume from 2017 and before, he's got a lot of really top finishes. So definitely a quality racer. But right, um, <laughs> really? I, I well, wanna, you know. So <laughs> so you haven't you haven't done much investigation. He's not blaming his his girlfriend. Remember that one where. They were right. they were trying to outdo each other, and then they got pissed off, and one docks the other or something. So, um, well, yeah. What do you have to say on this one? No, I just don't, I don't think we've gotten any background on that one yet. That was that's pretty fresh. Like, wasn't that this week that we heard about it? I think it was yesterday. Okay, so it usually takes uh, at least a little while for that yeah. stuff to kind of. Well, yeah, I got a Zimni a, a notification. He's my local. <laughs> I, I was going to say he's like my local <laughs> drug notification notifier, but um, only like the USADA. He's my local USADA rep, I think. That's how yeah. that works. He's your media He's one connection. of the good guys. Hey, he, he he was clean from nationals, so I think the the title's all his. He's, that's a good point. I, I, I was going to make an, a comment, but it might be poorly received, so I'll keep it to myself. No, we love we love Brian. <laughs> you know, and, well, you want to talk about pro cross, cyclocross? Um, a lot of these I don't know anything about because I've been uh, kind of skipping out in the world of cycling lately so why don't you talk about the um, pro yeah. cyclocross and how it's been going they did the um the european cyclocross championship recently um there's usually a big throwdown between was it matthew vanderpoel wolt van art right. and a couple of others looks like lauren sweet this time around but sometimes it's tune Ertz. um it always seems like Wout Van Aert wins the world championship and Matthew Vanderpoel wins either the big prestige races or the, the Euro championship. And right. this go around was pretty much the same with Vanderpoel winning, Van Aert coming in second, and Lorenz Sweek third. Um, I know Vanderpoel's done some some road stuff. I think he did Tour of Norway. Um, I think he did right. the Euro road championship as well and got second or third there. But it looks like he's going to be shutting down the road side of things to focus on mountain bike racing as preparation for the 2020 Olympics. So it looks like he's trying to be a, a very well-rounded, multi, multidisciplinary cyclist. So you, you wonder if uh, Sagan's going to see that and go, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, how'd that work out, though? It didn't. Yeah. What, double flats. Didn't he uh, have some little troubles? Uh, it makes you wonder what his thinking was after uh, deciding to skip the road world uh race that year at the olympics and then seeing someone that races very similar to him win it right uh, greg van avermont you know and kind of like going i don't know think he cared yeah i think he would have rather have won the gold on road than 80th place in the mountain bike as as if that was the the choice those are the options (laughs) okay all right what else do you have here uh, so uh, the women's side, like, same race. What do you got, Kurt? You got a good headline for the women. Do I? Well, it seemed like you could if you if you worked it a little. <laughs> you could try. <laughs> I, I don't control names. That those are the proper spelling. So Anne Marie Worst, uh, she took the win. Anne Marie Worst is first. Um, looks like uh, she had basically broken away from a small group of other riders and and took the win with 
a, a big enough gap where she was able to to sit up and celebrate. Um, Voss was second. Denise Betsima was third. I think it was an all Dutch podium. So the racer from last year, Son Kant, she got fourth and said it was just such a hard race and she couldn't go any harder. So it sounds like it was just a, a constant battle out there. So I imagine they probably had proper cross weather, unlike what we saw last week at right. Hobby Park. Right. Well, you got, what do we are in November? I mean, you still got a few more months uh, for all of November, some of December, right? Is for cross still. Yeah. So, um, you know, some good, some good stuff coming up. I try to get into some of that. I know um, they stream it online. I'm sure I can find it. Um, it shouldn't be impossible. I would think, yeah, you should. You be know, able we're to find we're talking about that because we're trying to film and just walk around the race uh, it, as it is. There's so many more corners than just a crit, as an right. example. How do they film that uh, at for the pros? Is it like a high boom camera? Uh, you know, up in the air? Is it drones? A lot of fixed cameras because it was uh, it's a little troublesome. The few streaming races I've watched was a lot of fixed cameras on long straights with kind of out and back segments so they can maximize rider on camera time to the extent practicable so it's it doesn't seem like it would be possible to do a drone and and have that feed do anything of of value but who knows hey so so speaking of filming kurt you you made a comment uh, on here basically uh, why don't you give us a little discussion about um thereabouts whereabouts the the aussie turned american slash uh lachlan morton Oh, so the the pro road stuff. So uh, did we mention that in the last show that no. that he was going to? Okay, no. so yeah, the the sorry, what I said was the the stars of the 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 hit uh, thereabouts too. Did you guys watch that? Yes, that's where they were in Colorado. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Was that with Cameron through too? the Colorado? Yeah, and was, and was Davis Cameron? and and uh, Taylor Finney, Cameron, right? Worth so of triathlon fame. Cameron Work. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, yeah, he's anyways, got a bike record at a, a race somewhere. Coming so up. Lachlan is going to join Taylor in 2019. So they're going to be reunited. Um, and and so uh, Thank God. <laughs> it does feel good. So um, I don't know. It's exciting, right? <laughs> That's pretty exciting, isn't it? The, uh, they're both with EF Education First, not not yeah. Pack though. I think they're with Rafa now. Rafa, gotcha. So he's going to EF. I mean, I think. Uh, what do you? Anyway, talk more about it, and then and then let me, give me your opinion about what you think him joining uh, is going to do for the pros. I mean, the the climbing team that they have assembled, basically there. So uh, the reason he's so he said he's excited about going back there. I don't know if you guys remember, but when he left Garmin, um, he actually quit pro cycling right. to film and he ended up actually filming thereabouts at that time. And when he quit pro cycling, then at that time he mentioned uh, a situation where he was at the tour of Austria and he had dropped out. Garmin told him to ride the next stage the next day anyways. And he rode the next stage um, that day. And then when he got to the finish, the hotel or the bus wasn't there to take him to the hotel. So he didn't end up getting to the hotel till like eight o'clock that night. And he's, and, and he realized then like, these guys don't even care enough to, to to pick me up and take me back to the hotel. Like he, you know, he just felt like a piece of meat and he quit cycling. So it's kind of interesting now. He's kind of going back to roughly the same, same organization, uh, the same team, which he's in the thereabouts movies. He's, he's sort of talked poorly about. Um, 
And and I think he he's hoping that it's going to be a different experience. He thinks Rafa's involved. He said he mentions that in, in one of the reasons that he's going back. But he's also mentioning it because they're going to do some of the gravel stuff that he did in the two thereabouts movies. So um, he's specifically mentioned like doing Dirty Kanza, um, but still being able to balance it with a little bit of a road schedule. So he seemed pretty excited about being able to do the two things. So that's kind of an interesting. Interesting thing. Here's a guy that's maybe picking a team not solely based on contract value, but kind of what types of uh, events he's able to do. He was a lot, obviously younger, but he was significantly younger when he left Garmin the first time, right? Wasn't he just yeah. just twenty twenty one something like that? That's yeah, that's correct. So he's continued to age. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> that's a strange. No, I, yeah. That's a strange phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he's not Benjamin Button. Uh, this guy gets older, um, so he he does appear to be human. Um, I just mean I, it seems like he's, he's what about grown Jonathan, up a lot emotionally. What about Jonathan Winters and Mark and Mindy. Yeah. So in any event, he's, he's no. teaming back up with with uh, Taylor Finney. Um, he's mentioning that they're both going to live and train in Boulder, Colorado, and um, and through I guess throughout the the winter. He's got some other plan too. He's going to do like a thereabouts three somewhere over in Europe. But um, in any event, they're gonna they're gonna be training there. And a lot of people are asking. So you know, how high are these guys going to be? Right? Like <laughs> the two of them together. Uh, in Boulder, but it's it's like a mile high. It's like fifty three hundred feet thereabouts, give or take. So, it should be. Is he known as a as a you know? Does he partake? Have you seen thereabouts or thereabouts too? I, yeah. I I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I think they might both. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Okay. Do they Colorado, have a Colorado is an interesting location, as you know. Uh, no, I, yeah, I totally. I lived in Boulder for years, so I totally. You know. lived there before 2012, right? Which which means it was just the the the. <laughs> well, yeah, part. it's not because right because legalization is what stopped it started it right. <laughs> Other than that, it was it was never it never happened before. That enhanced it, I think. Right. Right. Not that I was partaking, of course. Do they have a YouTube channel by any chance, or any type of way to like? share their experiences yeah. not ef i'm these two in particular i don't know um i haven't seen anything from them i know lachlan's not on twitter he's on instagram so probably oh. follow him there so there was an yeah. interesting comment I, and i'm pretty sure it was about him because he was with uh dimension data right yeah uh, i think it was a tour of california there was some thoughts about him doing whatever and he he was basically saying during there uh, and it was the first stage i think down in southern california where he was really making a uh i think he jumped off the front anyway the point being he's like i i i, I go up my limit I'm, I'm i'm putting up numbers that are like you know these good numbers that i've been doing they increase these and i am not making at all uh a move towards the top so he sees like a stagnation basically of of his visibilities i don't know i mean it was a real <laughs> yeah right it's because he got older right. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Um, and if those of you watching here, you're going to be able to see Kurt has uh, brought in a, a friend of his uh, to the podcast. This is uh, Doug. Guest appearance. Right. Is Doug so, high? Is Doug up in spot? There's a lot of... Yeah, so... You, <laughs> oh, okay. come on. You're going to get me in trouble. Um, any any other... Con- did you see any other transfer news taking place? Um, interesting stuff uh, with EF, any of these other teams? Seems like there's been some minor things, but nothing that really jumped out. Okay, I did see a, a headline today that you know basically the big stars this year haven't been making much of a move uh, across teams. 
Um, I did not click or read about it. Uh, I figure headline reading usually is enough info. So. That's sufficient. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of the tour of California, they're going to have their uh, route announcement coming up. I believe this week or next week. Next week. And I know last year we got a heads up and we were able to go to uh, Folsom when they were announcing the, the there and did a little few interviews and stuff. Stellar, by the way, if you guys ever want to check that out on our podcast, there's a last year. Um, it's a little dated as of now because it already happened. But you get a little insight from the, the city about how that went. Any any ideas about where this one's uh, coming? I know you both of you have connections. Either one of you know anything about this one? I haven't heard anything about route locations. And I think last year with it starting in Folsom, there was a little bit of chatter going around. So it was pretty evident that we'd have a stage. But I this to go around, I haven't heard anything. I know Folsom's been pretty active having hosted time trials and, and starts and pass-throughs and whatnot. So maybe they've kind of reached their saturation point and have bowed out this go around. But outside of that, yeah, I've got nothing. Okay. Kurt? Yeah, so the only thing uh, I was able to sort of find is it looks like, um, so it's a seven-day seven event. It looks like oh. the, and typically it goes either from SoCal to NorCal or NorCal to SoCal. This year it looks like it'll probably go from NorCal to SoCal because I did find some Southern California cities that um, had voted, their city council had voted to and approved some funds to host or finish stages. Um, Ventura is one of those cities it looks like they were targeting like the fifth stage finish for the men, which would be the first stage of the women's race as well. So, so the women will just events. be all South Southern California then. Right. So we wouldn't get a chance to see them like we did this year, which um, yeah, that, that sucks, but oh well. And then Solvang, um, I, I think, yeah. So Solvang, um, there was a picture of Solvang posted on the Amgen uh, TOC, Instagram, and Twitter within the last month. And it was kind of like, it was leading you to believe that maybe there was going to be an announcement about that city. So we'd assume maybe a TT possibly there again. I think it was Lake uh, Kachuma that, that's right outside of Solvang that was a picture of. And then uh, Santa Clarita had a picture also posted roughly the same time with an Amgen card. So you'd assume maybe like a Mount Baldy stage or something like that, possibly. Gotcha. So no indication of anything up uh, in our direction that you know of. Just, no. Just the Robbie Ventura start and <laughs> and the Nolan Ryan finish. Gotcha. Um, by the Ryan. way, that that was a great. Did you ever see that? Oh, Sorry yeah. to deviate. The, one of the best fights I think ever. I don't know if that was really a fight. That was just kind of a, a beating. No, it was because you have this young punk, Robbie Ventura, going out against. I mean, uh, Nolan Ryan was. 40s at the time and he headlocks him and punches his lights out it's pretty sweet yeah is that is that be, is that connection because of the alexis ryan uh no ventura involvement oh, okay just gotcha. just just ventura my mind works in mysterious ways if at all well they're both names are connected to that story that's because alexis ryan actually went to the city council meeting in ventura right. to pitch that group on uh, hosting that event. So, uh, and, and we talked to her, right? Is that who won the stage one? Or that was her sister. Her sister, yeah, her sister Sorry won. She just re-signed with Tipco again for 2019. Don't mean to alarm you, but Doug just stole a pillow out of your room. Um, <laughs> do you want me to tell you what he's about to go do to that pillow? <laughs> no cameras. I don't mean to alarm you. <laughs> well, I'm just glad he's not doing it in your office. Because that would be, uh, or in my office for that matter. Or on camera. Or, yeah. 
that that might get us banned from YouTube. Just letting you know. <laughs> right. Um, and by the way, I hope that you dogs. wash. Do you wash those pillows? <laughs> no, I don't ever use them. Well, someone does. Those are the I guest pillows. Um, yeah. So I don't know if there's any more about Tour California, but uh, I uh, they're going to be. I saw some rumors about the Vuelta, uh, two time trials, nine summits finishes going into Andorra, maybe France, the uh, rest day in Pau. Uh, so, uh, you know, Spain, Tour of Spain already uh, loading up here. I think they're going to be announcing that a little bit. Um, too early to hype the, the Vuelta? Yes? No? We don't even know uh, the route. We don't know the route, <laughs> no. Um, I'm just yeah. wondering if it's, there were some, some early um, articles that were just kind of a little bit of like subtle hype for the the route announcement next month. It's like eh, it seems a little mature to be doing that or premature to be doing that. So I I think let that one come about in December. Right, we but they, they do announce them early, so you know um, it's what it is. Uh, and they're not sure if it's going to be start with a team time trial, regular time trial. Do they do team time trials anymore? I thought they banned those. They do uh, the Vuelta and the Giro more than the Tour of Tour de France, mm. but um. Uh, any anything? Uh, someone had wrote something here about Taffy. Who? Uh, Andrea Taffy. Taffy. Yeah. So uh, there was an article that came out today. He's indicated he's found a team that he is going to join with that could potentially get him a shot to race Roubaix again. Uh, I guess he initially approached Quick Step, and they said that's a great idea. Not with us, but good idea. Um, so he hasn't announced the team, said he can't announce the team yet. My guess is like a, a Conti level team or something that might leverage it as a, uh, an opportunity to get him into the, uh, into the race again. You know, there's so. been teams over the years trying to do that. I remember when Mercury and some of these other ones were trying to get into the Garmin, even get into the tour and, you know, you bring on a one rider that has some points and that's your hope. Right. And then it doesn't happen. Um, whoops. I don't know. Will be interesting. I that that seems like a gimmick. I, I'd be pulling for him. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I I can't imagine if he's just wanting to they race Roubaix. Him. Do they what? Just bring him on for that one race or something? Yeah, it sounds. Does he like have it. to do anything beforehand to like earn? You, his you'd spot? think you'd want to do a little pre ride. You know, a few of those other cobbled classics to yeah. little get into shape. Um, uh, what about Walt Werner? He wants to race road, and he's kind of got a roadblock with sniper cycling. I guess he's got a contract in hand for Lotto Yumbo where he can start riding in 2019, but he was under contract with sniper through 20, through the end of 2019 and can't go race with uh, Lotto until they sign off on him racing. And right now they're in the process of suing him for damages for, for bailing out on the team. Um pre-contract termination so uh it, it it's a situation where it'd be cool to see him on the road next year on right. on lotto but i don't really see that happening unless there's some way they can uh appease the sniper guy that seems like um, go ahead team sniper whatever <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's the i like sniper guy I just feel like we could send him a pizza and he'd be like, all right, let him go. I mean, who is Team Snow? Who are these guys? I don't know. I mean, that would be good racing. We'd want to see Walt Van Aert race, you know, the spring classics. This is ridiculous. What well, that's we the team to do to make this happen? That's the team that bought up his old team and that was going to merge with Aqua Blue. And there was a problem with that. So their whole idea is, I mean, they're, they're a Conti team. They're, they want him, right? They want to get into these events. That's their Andre Taffy. Maybe that's where Andre Taffy's going. Right. 
Okay, they don't really want into these events. I mean, I know they want to get their name there, but none of the guys on the team. We saw it with Wout's team last year. Like Wout would be there, and none of his teammates would be. So, well, one guy, guy, one guy died. Well, yeah, but that's, that's just insensitive, Kurt. It wasn't his fault. He wasn't up there. Uh, yeah, there's in any event. I would, you know, free Wout Banner. Let him go race. <laughs> there you go. No, I agree. Okay. I think it'd be cool to see him I'd in his prime too. out there in the races he wants to race. A um, lot of Yumbos shaping up to be the powerhouse team next year. They're they're landing a lot oh, of riders. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm excited about it because uh, they don't annoy me uh, like Sky or Quickstep does. Yeah, you like Sky. <laughs> Flash forward six months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trust me, they'll annoy us. Just, just give it, give it time. I, that's what I, I did say. Yet, I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. True. Um, yeah. So anyway, I hope he gets. I want to see him. He's a great potential. I want to see him in as many races with a good support team to see what he can do as much as possible. That's just as all I'm going. Here. Speaking of potential and the downfall, we had this other sad news that came about. Jonathan Cantwell, formerly a Saxo, Drapek, and other teams, he, he passed away. Was it today or yesterday? Um, yesterday, yesterday, age 30. Don't look at me like I was one day off and I said, Just, or, but, um, anyway, either one of you have any info on that? None. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why are we doing like, we have to do an obituary session. Every right. Day. Like, like someone crashed last week and we had to announce that like, and you know, a guy dies on what, come, come on, let's just, yeah, well, we don't have to do that. Okay. Well, it's, it's sad for he and his family and um, I apologize for <laughs> on Kurt's behalf. That you, you don't you don't care enough for all. No, these it is but. sad. I agree. Yeah, thirty six. That's crazy. That doesn't. Right. That's right. nuts. And I don't know the the reason or what have you. Um. So let's go on to another death, which is Fondo season. That's the death of me to do a Fondo. But Kurt, have you done any? And are you planning? To, I think you two like to do some of these during the year, right? No. Right. No, Kurt does. Definitely. Does he? No, I, I haven't done. Yeah. So I've done, I, you know, I, I used to do centuries. That's how I kind of got into cycling. And then, then they started calling them fondos cause you could charge more money, um, I guess. And so uh, <laughs> I remember I showing up with like fondue. What? Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just the little fork that you, right. I love cheese. Um, stick things. Yeah. No, I haven't done any recently. I don't, I, it'd be fun to do is just they're so darn expensive there was the one that was in uh, Folsom recently it was 200 bucks to go right ride the same roads uh, we ride for free so I I have a hard time justifying it but I'm sure it's good for a cause somewhere well, which one was that? what was the cause of <laughs> Peter all the Sagan I don't the know. Peter Sagan one of all the things <laughs> that were posted online about it did it, did you see any of those guys posting about the cause some are done for a cause. No, well, I don't believe all of them. Yeah, I, I never see what the cause is. It's always like, hey, look at me. I'm I'm with this person. Well, I'm starstruck about. Like Levi's Grand Fondo benefits some Sonoma animal something. USADA testing. <laughs> uh, I know that they benefit something. I don't know. You know, I mean, there's obviously there's a breakdown of you know half of it goes to paella, part of it goes to the animals. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, I, maybe yeah. for me, I'm just not as starstruck as some of these people, so I don't really care to, to um, you know, I'm not on, I'm not on Zwift with uh, Cavendish or uh, out on the on our local roads with Sagan or playing soccer with Shackman. So 
Um, Chris, that's that's how we remember Amgen, right? Tyler wasn't at all into no, not at all <laughs> any of the big names. Okay. We didn't have to drag him home. No, 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 no. no. There's a difference between being. I, I wanted to go there and report and and you know get into their uh, their cars afterwards with them. It's different than go, <laughs> being starstruck right. out there riding. Oh, Alexis, we only followed Jens Voigt for like ten miles. So. We did not. No, I, we did not talk to Jens Voigt. No, we didn't talk to him. We just followed him in his car. All right. Well, lastly, about being starstruck, it looks like Wigo has been starstruck with Lance Armstrong. Um, he made some comments about him, and uh, Le Printier, the the he's also rebuked. Which I don't know that that's his. One either one of you want to take what the comments first were, and then I don't know that uh, telling uh, the UCI president telling a writer he shouldn't make comments towards another writer is the appropriate thing for his job but not what just a writer just an inactive retired writer yeah like, like who, who, who really the f-, f cares but yeah, I, I think the context was wiggo's got a book that recently came out called icons where he talks about various racing superstars and he had referred to lance armstrong as the the perfect tour winner and the context of that was the the race creator henry de, jo- de Grand. sure uh he wanted well, to be Henri Desrong wanted somebody who was just going to, uh, as Wiggo put it, overwhelm everyone and everything. And, and he viewed Lance as being the perfect personality and racer to achieve that goal. It, he wasn't condoning the doping to attain that. But um, in the context of this is what the race creator wanted, this is the racer that fits that role perfectly. And, you know, if you look at Lance's domination of his his tour wins yeah he was definitely the most dominant overwhelming guy in the entire uh seven wins there so he's not wrong (laughs) (laughs) that seven years he won he was pretty damn good um who told him he couldn't say that uh the uci president came out and basically hammered him for it and um you know basically was uh, it was it was I felt like it was uh pretty lame for him to come out and say something like you said former writer who cares? I don't think that's the UCI president's job to police what people are saying about other writers. And who cares? I don't know. It's it's not very presidential. I would agree. Right, right. So um, you got that. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, if you look at Lance. I'm not defending anything he's done, but um, you know, you talk about baseball and not mention Barry Bonds. I mean, you know, there's there's people that have done <laughs> yeah. things within their era that other people were doing, and you have to kind of just say, oh, it was spectacular, and that spectacular may be, you know incredible as in we can't it's unbelievable but you know it's it happened so i don't i'm not a fan of just like whitewashing it either makes sense agree yeah i mean it is a reality it, it did occur those seven years did happen and, yeah and, 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 and then I, um speaking of lance i i got word from mr zimney uh, i think yesterday the day before that lance was recently participating in La Ruta de los Conquistadores, which is apparently the world's hardest mountain bike stage race. Oh, I thought this was like a pepper hunt in Southern California <laughs> or, or Mexico. Or I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> it has to be an unsanctioned race if he's participating. And right. uh, apparently he didn't finish that well, coming in about four hours behind the uh, the winner. Right. So he's still out there active, which is good to see. Right. Well, there you go. Go go race him. Any other thoughts on the world of cycling um, tech tech stuff? There's always yeah. something. Looks like... Uh, <laughs> I finally made the move to to eleven speed last year, the year before, and now ETAP's coming out with twelve speed. So I don't know where the speed stop. I don't know if there's a need for twelve. I think you're on ten. Do you yeah, feel like you're missing out? I'm on ten, and <coughs> excuse me, I'm not gonna cry about it. <laughs> 
Every time he reaches down to his down tube, it's always... Right, yeah. yeah. It's not even uh, index shifting. It's just friction. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, I'm on 10. I'm, I'm buying a new bike this year. I mean, I, I've already uh, put the down payment on the frame. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you guys? No, I'm sorry. Just, just the, and uh, my plan the, is to to get the 11 speed. But at what point do you just like not need 12? I mean, I don't know that I need one more. I might need one more gear in between. You know, when you're running a 28, there's a little gap between that and like the 23. I think it is 25, 24, something like that. But, sure. Uh, I I think it'd be good for guys that are running like one by because then you that, have 12 that's gears. Nice. Yeah. Instead of a little bit more 22. spacing, which is good. There you go. An aqua blue. They quit too soon. <laughs> if only they knew. If only, yeah. What do you think? Any new tech stuff you're seeing out there, Kurt? Uh, like pillow, uh, pillow covers? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't really seen Body anything. condoms? I haven't. You know, I've been, uh, I guess I've been looking for new winter gear um, just to, to kind of update things. But uh, no, I haven't been following any new tech beyond that. Oh, well, that's too bad. That's it's not exactly <laughs> winter gear season either. I, I think... You know, we're, well, it's hard when it's 82 degrees. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. You, you're not exactly motivated to go find that nice winter jacket. Right. But you know it's going to be like at the drop of a hat, it'll be, you know, 50 or 43 right. or something like that. What? Yeah. Well, speak, let's go back to some rumors. So um, I saw something real brief about 303 cycling out of Colorado. Was it something to do with their funding? I guess they lost a major sponsor. 303? Is what I read. The yeah. whole area code? They must have. That's their area code. In there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I so didn't did they lose 303? No, I think 303 is like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they went to they went back to just uh, what cycling, uh, I guess. Seven digit uh, <laughs> phone calls. So, I don't know. Um. So you, anyway, you're saying they lost some funding, so they're d- downsizing. No, I don't think they're downsizing because the the article I read says they're not paying riders anyway. So no issue there. I guess what it comes down to is funding to travel to races. I guess they had earmarked uh, some international travel next year, and that might be off the table if they can't get somebody lined up. Uh, so I don't know how actively they're pursuing other sponsors, or if they're just going to kind of say, well, well, we'll do what we can do this year with the budget we have uh, to be determined, I suppose. Yeah, they, they did well. You know, Gila, Redlands, some of these other things that had good little behind-the-scenes stuff, but uh, nothing a month is a tough salary. Yeah, it's a little difficult. I, I thought they I, did well I, at Colorado. Did they do Colorado too? I thought they did. Yeah, I think they did. What were you Actually, say? didn't they? Didn't they win a stage? That was a Volo, I believe. Yeah. Okay. That's Creed's that, that team. Be, you're you're right. Gage Sorry about that. Oh. Yeah. No, I was just saying that I feel like we're a little ahead of the curve on that not paying our riders. <laughs> like they, we've been doing that for years. No, it, 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 all right. Well, we've kept our team together, and it seemed to work out. So yeah, right. we'll see how it goes for three hundred three. Yeah, it's a good see model. See how committed those guys are to the love of the sport. I don't know. With John out, he may he may take our whole uh, bank guarantee just for his MRI <laughs> surgery. So that might that might uh, be our downfall. Is, is, is there MRI uh, MRI surgery? Is that a new t- term? AC. I'm sorry. Is MRI. It, his MRI and then his ACL surgery. Or nope. MC, okay. MCL. I don't know what he got. Something. Yep. Why is he touching that machine? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Right. Well, maybe that maybe that'll be the end of our of our podcast for this week. Um, any yeah. anything else for you, gentlemen? You got plans coming up for racing, riding? <laughs> no plans for racing uh, coming up anytime soon. <laughs> Chris, I think you could win all the November races. There's uh, some cross races. I can't win those. That's okay. Not those. Okay. But, What's uh, your? You know, on on the ballot here in California, we had. Um, 
uh, a proposition to send it to the legislature to vote on whether daylight savings time was going to to be. And, you know, these are the people I want to decide in my life. But anyway, uh, what do you guys think about that from a pure writing perspective? And then how do you do it, Kurt, from your agrarian farming life? And your concerns about <laughs> concerns about that, since you can't just simply change, get up earlier. You right, like how do I tell Doug to not sleep in today? Because we don't do daylight right. savings. We didn't fall back, Doug. Um, yeah, I first off, I hope that that passes, and I hope the legislature takes action and allows for group rides to uh, to occur longer or earlier, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, that would that'd be great. So. Is that going to cause a problem for Chris, for people it, that get up early though in the morning? Chris, are those the details? Is that actually how it works? Uh, sure. Does it, does it mean that group rides happen more often? Well, figure we we changed clocks back this past week. Were you doing group rides the week before? I wasn't, so I don't well, think that's really yeah. going to play into it. No, 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 no. There were group rides the week before. Yeah, they started at like four o'clock. I don't think that counts. Okay, no, it does because it extends. Yes. See, my worry okay. is that the legislature is just as confused as you, and instead of the one, they'll they'll just have you skip forward, and then we'll never have the skip back. Right. So it'll just continue every year, get earlier and earlier, and somehow we're gonna have a problem, and then uh, I don't know, someone's gonna have to come save us. Okay. That's well. That's I think that's probably good enough to close it on. All right. Yeah. Well, I, that's, well, I don't know. I, I just don't know if it's really gonna help the group ride season because it. It gets dark enough, early enough as it is without the time change where you're having to sneak out of work really early to, to catch an, an hour-long group ride. Okay, but literally, I don't know why we're arguing. I can't believe I'm having to argue with you two. I'm not um, arguing. I, I'm indifferent on this one. So, My voter guide did not take a position. So if I look outside right now, it is completely pitch black, and right. I would be off of work 21 minutes ago. Um one week ago, it wouldn't have been pitch black, and I would have had 30 to 45 minutes to ride my bike. That would be worth it, because then I could maybe get off early, and then I get an hour and 45 minutes or something along those lines. Wait, why, why wouldn't we want something that benefits us? <laughs> what, what's well, wrong with you guys? Did right, you, right. I mean, it doesn't have to be about the farmers. Did you go to work last week? There's no... Did I go? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> what he's really meaning right. is he's like, look, I would that 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 twilight time for golf starts around two to noon to two. There's another I would not example. have been able to get that in. They, you know, yeah. they just change the twilight time though. Outside That's of it. cycling, I can't stand waking up in the dark. I did not like waking up in the dark last week to get to work. And you know, our listeners miserable. feel like they're they're waking up in the dark just listening to this podcast. I'm sure this is important Chris, stuff. You, here, here's some advice. Uh-oh. Don't sleep in. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> right. Just yeah, change your alarm. I get it. I'm right. With you. Go in later. But then um, I then I leave later and then I'm in the same situation of. Well, don't leave later. Leave earlier. Oh. Why don't, Trust me. It we all need to. Why don't out. we just we put, figure it out? And then there's these time yeah. zone problems. Why don't we just have like a, a Greenwich Mean Time, but do it like from <clears throat> central like Kansas, Kansas Mean Time. And we'll just have one time for the whole world. Or they say U.S. You on Does board that with that? Alaska and Hawaii. Well, those are part of the U.S. Right. Puerto Rico. Okay. Are you sure? <clears throat> it seems like that affect the global conversation, just in terms of like when you're talking about waking up in the morning. Well, you know, just even the word morning. Right. It's a social but, construct, right? 
All right. Well, so like. so is my fitness. Um, okay. So that that's pretty much what we have. I, any last words for you, uh, Kurt? No, I, no, I really tell Doug thanks. Go give him a, a treat yes. and maybe um, plasticize those pillows for us. He was pretty active there that. in the closing minutes. Right. He was, he was pretty <laughs> active. Check it out on our YouTube oh. page, which is uh, the Between Two Wheels YouTube page. Uh, Between Two Wheels on Facebook. You can find it from there. Like our show. Subscribe. It's real easy. Give us a rating, too. Uh, make some comments. Brian Zimney, he makes comments usually. Um, Jason Grafath, some other people. So. You get your name called out if you do. Chris, any last words? Or no, no, it's just uh, I, I do appreciate that Brian continues to feed us uh, some of these stories that I pilfer and, and pass off as my own. So right. keep at it. Yes, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a wonderful resource here in the Northern California area. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Kurt, thank you once again for joining. Yeah, thank you again. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted you to say bye. Chris? Yeah, bye. 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 Thanks, everyone.